Yo, yo. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Introspect. My name is Michael, um, obviously, and this is my podcast. Um, what's happening? What's good? Um, it's a pleasure to have anybody who's listening, listening right now. Uh, please understand that I don't take anybody, you know, I don't take anybody's time for granted. I get the fact that you could be doing anything else right now. Uh, you could be devoting your attention to anything else right now. So whether you're coming by to listen uh, just to see what I have going on, whether you're listening just to show support to me personally or professionally, whatever the case may be, I'm grateful for you stopping to listen. Um, and let's go. Uh, what can you expect to hear during the time that you uh, listen to these episodes? Uh, the center point of what I'm going to be doing here, I guess you could say it's motivational. Uh, sometimes that word makes me feel a little eerie, um, but I guess you could say it goes towards that. But to be perfectly honest, I just think that the best ways to motivate someone in life are to be logical with them, right? So, um, for example, I'll admit uh, what I do for a living. What I do for a living at this time, I'm a mental health technician. Um, I've worn different hats in time professionally, uh, but I won't get into all of that right now. I'm sure I'll get into that at a later time or a different episode. Um, but where I work now, um, this is the first time that I've had the opportunity to genuinely work with adults in this field. And one of the main things that I've realized is how illogical our thought processes can be whenever we really are depressed or we're in a down place. Right. Um, and one of the, the, the most devastating outcomes of untreated depression is suicide. Right. And a lot of the times at my job, I can only speak through my experiences. Right. So I want to, I want to make sure that's known that I don't plan to in, invalidate anyone else's experience. I'm just going to validate what I've gone through, what I've experienced, what I've seen and, and whatnot. Um, but one of the things that takes place a lot in my place of work as it comes to adults who contemplate suicide, you know, when you talk to them about the reasons why they feel like they want to not live anymore, I won't say kill themselves because most of the time you hear, I don't want to live anymore, right? But then when you ask them why, they say things like, I don't have a reason, right? I don't have a reason. No one would care. If I was gone, it wouldn't matter if I was gone. But if you break that down, that's, that logically makes no sense, right? I'm not, I'm not being disrespectful when I say that. I'm telling you, that makes no sense. It makes no sense, right? If you Google how many people in the world die every day, even if you don't believe in a higher power, it makes no sense to believe that all of those people passed away today but you're still here you still have an opportunity to make an impact on others if you genuinely do feel as if if you genuinely do feel as if no one will be impacted by a loss of you then what better time to start changing that than now what better time than to get out of your head and ask somebody else how they're doing right Ask somebody else, is there anything you can do to improve the quality of their day, the quality of their life, right? When you get outside of your own head, when we get outside of our own head, 
and devote time and effort into the betterment of someone else, we improve, we improve our own lives. Because for you saying that no one would care, you creating that care, you creating that bond, that relationship, that's how that begins. That's how you take control over the illogical thoughts that we allow to fester in our minds. But at the end of the day, we have to accept responsibility. Of course, you made bad decisions in the past. Who hasn't? Of course, you've caused pain in the past. Who doesn't? The phrase we live and we learn is so true. But we have to forgive as well. Here's an analogy. Let's say that you make a New Year's resolution to be a more healthy and fit version of yourself. So you say that you're going to start eating clean and you're going to work out every day. Let's say that New Year's falls on a Monday. And from Monday to the following Monday, you're eating good veggies, all kind of salads, no fried food and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you're working out once, maybe twice a day, drinking plenty of water. By the following Monday, would you be your peak fit self? Would you consider yourself to be ideally physically fit after a week? No. But why do we put those type of expectations on our mind when we know that our mind is our strongest muscle? Why do we put those type of expectations on our mind? After all of the things you've gone through, after all of the things you've experienced, after all of the trauma, all of the things you've had to overcome, all of the times that you did what was right and you were ridiculed and you were praised for doing what was wrong, why, why, why can't we allow ourselves time and patience the same way we will with our body? Why can't we do it with our mind? As it stands, for you who is listening, suicide is illogical. It makes no sense that we all would be better off with you gone. In fact, I want to be the one to stand to tell you I would be devastated if you were gone. If I, one person, is not enough that I'm asking you after you listen to this episode to start making a change, to take responsibility, to reach out and ask me how I'm doing. From there, ask the next person and the next person. Figure out what it is that you can do in your day-to-day -to, -day to make a difference in other people's lives. If you feel like it's, you significantly would not be missed or cherished or like you wouldn't devastate an entire community, if you were not around or if you would ever stop being you, I'm challenging you to change that. I'm challenging you to show us who you are. Show us who you are for real because there's no way 
that in all of the death and devastation that our world sees daily, that is a coincidence that you keep rising and all the pain that you've endured, all of the things you've seen, it couldn't break you. How many times did life try to break you? Did people you thought were your friends try to break you? Your family, loved ones try to break you. You were not meant to be broken. You were meant to be appreciated. But show us who you are. I want to end this episode with two things. The first thing is, once again, reiterating, thank you. Thank you for checking out this episode. Thank you for hearing what I have to say. Even if you listen for 10 seconds, if you listen for a couple of minutes, if you stayed the whole episode, or if you're planning on being a lifelong listener. Thank you. I'm grateful for your ears. I'm grateful for your attention. Okay. The next thing is to let you know that studies show that stress is the most felt and impactful within inconsistency. So that means that in the times of our lives where we feel like we're constantly going through change, that's when we're going to feel stress the most. So from here on out, every episode, we're going to share a drink. It could be water, it could be milk, it could be juice, it could be beer, it could be wine, it could be whatever you want it to be, but we're going to share a drink. And we'll sip as we talk. When I have guests, my guests and myself will sip. The listeners will sip, but we'll be consistent in that so that it creates an environment that hopefully can lower our stress and allow for us to think logically as we connect with one another. Thank you for your time and thank you for checking out Introspect. Peace.